0: well hello everybody welcome to episode number 10 we're in the double digits bro our digits is rolling on dubs welcome to uh episode 10 of digging holes with dusty tunnel i am unfortunately your host uh dusty tunnel thank you so much for listening um uh you know i i didn't post for a while and i feel like um that not posting uh for a month or a month and a half before the last episode, episode nine with Aiden DeMole. Um, I feel like I lost a little bit of momentum. <laughs> but uh Aiden came in strong, gave a good performance, and uh I feel like we're we're back on track here. We've got some m- momentum. We've got people listening from all over the the state and country and even one or two out of state that I would assume uh or out of the country that I would assume, assume are some military friends of mine. But thank you for listening. Anyway, um, what's going on? It's uh, it's December 18th today as I record this, um, and I'm getting ready for Christmas. I'm home visiting family in Visalia, and uh, I don't know. It's always kind of weird coming home to visit uh, for a short period of time because you know, you try and visit a hundred different people and you have no time to do it. And then also I'm trying to get some podcasts recorded with some really awesome, smart people that I know in Visalia. So hopefully I have a few episodes coming your way over the next few weeks. Um, and because we want to keep that momentum that we talked about earlier rolling. Um, I just performed, uh, some comedy at a drag show in fresno on sunday which was two nights ago uh super awesome um my uh my friend ellie uh run runs the show and she threw me up just as um as a favor and uh she will actually hopefully be one of the recordings that i've got coming up um and it'll be a really good one to listen to uh definitely look forward to that um uh and i think that's about it for as far as comedy goes for me um i really kind of want to get into some uh more blogging um i've got i've had some thoughts about some different things that i've been dealing with and uh i think getting it you know written down on paper so to speak would help me a lot and i think maybe uh expressing those ideas or feelings um may help other people relate to them uh I know talking to people about how I I feel or how I'm doing um and I'm talking to people that that can relate really helps me a lot so we'll try and get that done so that uh some of you have some some content to read and and um maybe we can interact through that medium a little bit um more than than uh we have in the past uh Again, um, thank you so much for listening. And if you would like to be on the podcast or you have some topics you would like to hear discussed on the podcast, as always, just go to dustytunnel.com. Tunnel tunnel spelled with two L's on the top right corner of the website. There is a, a link, um, to click on that says contact and, uh, you just type in a message there. It'll send it to me and I will respond as soon as I see it, or at least, uh, on the next podcast recorded after receiving that message. Um, this is a lot of rambling and I'm going to quit now. Uh, and we'll, we'll move on to, um, my guest here today is miles. Magallanes. Magallanes. M A G A L L A N E S. I actually, um, uh, I looked up how to pronounce it right. Um, on the internet. I've heard it a couple times. Here it comes. Ready? Magallanes. I think it's going to say it again. Magallanes. Miles before that word. So, uh, very funny comedian, a friend of mine, uh, that lives in San Diego. He runs a comedy show every Wednesday called Rift City, uh, comedy. Um, and it is at the whistle stop bar in San Diego. Uh, he runs it with his buddy, Daniel. And, um, Although I have not been to the show, I actually have definitely heard people who have been to the show talk about it, which is rare in um, you know our level of, of uh, comedy, which means that he's doing a very good job, and it's it's got to be a very good show. And I have seen his comedy uh, personally, and he's a very funny guy, so I, I would expect nothing but good things from a comedy show put on by Miles. Uh, this interview gets sort of... Uh, into the into the shit right away so um we jump into uh you know we get into politics a little bit uh pc culture um we talk a lot about uh comedy and um how we feel about it um and I, listening to it back it was actually a really great uh listen i thought so uh without further ado this is miles magallanes um say that as wide as i possibly can and I, uh, I hope you guys enjoy it. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> there. Now, we actually are officially live now. Okay, perfect. This is how we do it.
1: Yeah, I have problems with eye contact in regular life, but in podcasting, I'm great at it.
0: That's, that's good. I have trouble with both, but um, I'm working on it with you right were, now.
1: Were you diagnosed with autism, the spirit molecule? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I confused two things in a row. A documentary I saw, two different documentaries I saw, I confused them. Oh. Autism, the spirit molecule, though, sounds like a fun.
0: Yeah, I feel, I feel like a spirit molecule could cause autism.
1: Yeah, it's it's the one that, either one I mean, is it, are, no, just... I would hate to do DMT and then get autism as a result. Like, i just come back just collecting model yeah. trains and stuff like that. What
0: if you had autism and you were cured by DMT?
1: I don't know. It'd be so weird to have to describe, just to be like, you come out like a cool guy. Mm-hmm. You know, I I could, <laughs> it would freak me out. I think, I wouldn't like it. I like being, I like being, people say I'm on the spectrum. I get that all the time from people, but it's like. Uh, you know, I yeah, maybe. But it's like at this point, I've already committed.
0: Are you talking about the sexuality spectrum? Sex- we're
1: all on the sexuality spectrum. Yeah, my we friend. are. We're yeah. all. Um, I, I'm swinging. We're all open to butt stuff from what I've read. We're all yeah. somewhat open. It's just different. That's what the, the scale is. It's like butt stuff. How open to it are you? But everybody's on the yeah, scale. I'm just in insecure all about game. it. I'm but see, but you're on, I but you're it. on the, you're on the scale. Yeah, yeah. You're insecure about. it. I don't
0: it. let people touch it because uh, I'm just afraid of uh, where it's been that day. Yeah, What's yeah. I know. I get it. it.
1: Who else has touched it that day? Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, it's not easy to keep track of those types of things, man. There's um, no way of you know.
0: I had a um a pilonidal cyst. Do you know what that is? No. Uh, when I was a teenager, I had a pylonidal cyst, and that's like a, um, it's a cyst on your. But not your butthole, but like close to it. It's usually like tailbone area. Okay. But it like spreads and it becomes more and more cysts. Oh, geez. So okay. So it's like a big Why, like trap. I'm so
1: afraid of this.
0: Yeah. So I, uh, I had this and I had to have, uh, and it was super embarrassing because it like, um, it ruptured. So it was a constant like draining, bloody, pussy thing when I was like 14 or 15 years old.
1: Well, that's so, the best time to have those types of things. Yeah. Really, teenage so years.
0: I totally know what it's like to um, have my first period, uh, because I would have blood. I had blood. It's underwear. not a big deal. You're fine. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. So I, yeah, I would change in in like the locker room, and I'd have blood on my underwear, and I what? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: And then like you went to the big. doctor, and they said
0: giant surgery. It was a big giant surgery. What? Yeah. Oh my god! Couldn't that's so sit, scary. I, think I couldn't sit down for two weeks. I had to either stand or lay on my stomach.
1: Were you in great shape by the end of that? Was uh, it like a good workout routine to get you going? Because I, I feel like if I had something inside my butthole to where I couldn't sit down, I'd be way more <laughs> into working out. Because now it's like, yeah, you know.
0: Yeah, moti- yes, yeah, motivation. Yeah, to, to, it, yeah. I think. Were um, you
1: ripped by the end of it?
0: I was like the same. Okay, that so was it wasn't even worth it. And then uh, the other thing is uh, my grandmother and my mom took turns cleaning my butt for me.
1: Why it, couldn't you do it?
0: Because, uh, well, because I couldn't see it. It was a big incision, like an eight-inch
1: oh, incision. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that's good. It probably brought you guys closer together. Were yeah. they ripped it by the end of it because they were vomiting all the time But they yeah they, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, they were definitely ripped, yeah. Oh, geez, that's... Yeah
1: yeah i've never had anything like i mean knock on couch you know yeah i I, I, I i'm i'm a hypochondriac if you tell me something i think i have it yeah i thought i have it i've how had does
0: your butt feel after that story it doesn't feel great yeah but it never really does I, think, I have stomach
1: issues i have all types of anxiety oh, okay. and you tell me about a disorder next thing you know i think i have it i thought i had aids like probably seven times <laughs> people say it and then i start thinking it's like an itch thing it's like yeah are you itchy and then i'm like, like do i have aids I don't know. And it just, <laughs> yeah, it never stops. I have well
0: for months. I think that maybe my immune system is compromised. Well, it's know.
1: like depression too. Cause if you're depressed, I think it's like, do I have AIDS? I don't know. What did I do? <laughs> why is I'm, why am I always tired? Why, why can I not do anything right? Yeah, and just I like just, I actually do you know.
0: legitimately feel that about the tired thing. Like I just feel tired. No matter all how all much sleep you get. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. Well, I, th- I think a lot of it's diet, you know, that's what they say on Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: when people say that's what they say it's always like comes back to joe rogan yeah i that's uh i listen to a lot of that guy for medical advice and it's like you know am i swinging enough kettlebells (laughs) that's that's what it always comes down to it's like are are you swinging enough kettlebells uh do you have the money for elk meat because elk meat is what helps
0: um, you don't concentrate because you don't shoot bows. Is that what you're that's saying? That's my
1: problem. Yeah, yeah. I think I could help my ADD with, uh, with yeah. bow and arrow shooting. Yeah. But I feel like, I don't know. Um, oh, this water is for you by the way. If you. Want oh, wow. Thank yeah. you. Uh, for the sponsor, for the, for the folks at home, this is a uh, life water. Yeah. yeah. And that's not, can I keep the bottle? Yeah. Okay, cool. Thank you. Yeah, I like, great. I like, I like, uh, that's a sign of autism. I like keeping <laughs> the bottle. I have a lot of, I go to do a show where they give me a fancy water bottle and I always keep it. Yeah. Oh. and so it looks like trash from a distance but to me they're all memories yeah i think it's normal and i carry it around in a a big trash bag you
0: remember where each you got each of them? yes that's cool is that weird because
1: i don't carry around you give me a birthday card i'll throw it away yeah you give me a bottle of water
0: same way no but i'm i don't keep my bottles of water well i do but like it's more of the trash thing you were talking about you carry trash around
1: yeah a bag yeah yeah yeah, I I I have all this odd, all these odd things, and I just and I keep them. I'm really not sounding good so far. Now that
0: you're doing great.
1: Is this theme the the theme of this car? This uh, podcast is cars, right? How to build them, how to take them apart. Yeah. Okay. because yeah, I'll, I'll start getting. You've into obviously that. listened. To I'll it, start yeah. getting into that. <laughs> I I you know what? I've listened to. I really don't even listen to Joe Rogan anymore. I don't have attention for podcasts. I think that's yeah. depression.
0: It's got to be um. Yeah, it could be. I think it's just got to be something I really care about or that's really engaging. I like i I've listen, started yeah. his gotten like 10 or 15 minutes in and then just turned it off. But um, every once in a while, there's somebody on there that's like really motivating or something. And then I yeah, David
1: Goggins. Navy yeah, Seal. that was a good one. It's and I mean, then it's just like it for me. It just makes me like, God, I should probably just get up. Mm-hmm. I, I went for a joke. hike after I listened to that one. That's cool. And you and feel like I haven't you're a Navy hiked seal. since. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I went for one hike, and I was conquering the world.
1: It's so funny when you hear about people like that, and then you just like, everything you do in your life is like, God, I'm lazy. I yeah. just can't escape my laziness. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know, man, I, I this uh, seasonal depression, do you have it?
0: I, uh, you know, I never really thought I did until maybe this year, because I feel like since it's started getting dark early and, and everything dark and cold. I really, yeah, I've really You're dark felt and cold like inside.
1: just
0: down. Like, I don't know, like lethargic, I guess. Just, Are you,
1: does it affect your comedy? Do you, your, your standup? Does it, um, your sadness?
0: I guess maybe it does. I just get, I get excited, uh, to get on stage and it's, usually what's that like (laughs) uh, yeah (laughs) i mean i uh yeah i don't know because i don't don't really notice uh the weather i guess when i'm in a comedy club so i think but uh, but the
1: vibe yeah you come in and and you're like it's shitty outside
0: yeah that's true
1: it's san diego shitty though so it's like
0: i feel like my mood shifts pretty fast so i can get into a good mood fairly easily
1: Oh, that's awesome,
0: but, man! But but then I hit rock bottom like in a hurry too. So
1: like, if you don't do well on stage, you feel like you hit rock bottom. Do you feel like that? Kind
0: of. Yeah, I feel bad. Yeah. Feel bad. Okay. Rock bottom's just kind of like comes on sporadically. Like that's the bipolar disorder runs in my family a little bit, and uh-huh. I am start. I'm starting to feel like I have like signs of it. Like.
1: Yeah. Isn't it funny when you're in an up? Like when you're in your mania, you're like, I don't have anything wrong with me. Oh. That's and then when you're down, condition. you're like, I need help. Yeah, the mania is <laughs> not
0: even not even that. It's like I, it's like I'm the best comic in the world. I'm better yeah. than everyone at everything, and I'm like I've all this energy. My room's like sparkling, and then yeah. like a half an hour later, my, there's like shit on my floor and you like a big pile of shit because I took a shit because I'm worthless.
1: That's then, interesting. Okay, so yeah. so you're so high up, you're like I'm gonna take a shit on my own floor. I yeah. can do whatever I want, and mm-hmm. then. You look at it you're like I'm depressed now, man. Yeah. That's a fun thing to have, I guess. Yeah. I feel no, like this know. this
0: podcast went off the rails in a hurry. I like well, it. Well, no, it's
1: just it's more interesting cuz you you know you want to know people's dark secrets. That's what podcasts mm-hmm. are all about. People reveal their mm-hmm. dark secrets.
0: I do feel like I'm more honest on a podcast than I am in real life.
1: Yeah, it's easier. Like you know, if, if a girl's like, "How do you feel about me?" You're just like, "Listen to my podcast."
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've talked about you seven times.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just listen to the the podcast. I'll explain it better than yeah. I could.
0: Yeah, the one that describes the way you look exactly, but then, <laughs> I, but then I refuse to use your name. Do you? That's, uh, that's you. Do you
1: feel like I don't know? Because I, uh, I would say I, I would say I'm like evasive when it comes to uh, emotional like opening. You know, cause I'll be like, I'll say like, yeah, I guess I'm depressed or whatever, but it won't mm-hmm. really like give anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then on a podcast, it's like, you feel this weird, well, I want to talk about things and maybe, you know, there's something people don't know about me, but it seems like everybody does it. Yeah. Where they open up on a podcast in a way they wouldn't do it, you know?
0: Yeah. It is kind of weird. When they're it's- sleeping next
1: to you in, in bed for 15 years, yeah. <laughs> yeah. working on some marriage material.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Are you getting married soon? Not you've been, soon. You've been but, with a girlfriend for a long time, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I, but we're fiance now, but yeah, I mean, oh. we're, yeah, we, are, we are getting married eventually, but when, it's like. When
0: did you uh, propose to
1: her? We got engaged in, uh, you know, man, dude. We got engaged in October 23rd. She's not going to this part specifically because I did forget the date. I'll be honest with you. <sighs> <laughs> but the th- the f- the flood of emotions. I yeah. did pa- pay for a ring. Isn't that good enough? Yeah. Do I have to remember the date too. Yeah. You know. It's so what? Yeah. I forgot the date. Big deal. But it, uh, yes, yeah, we are engaged. On Sorry. Your Sorry.
0: ring. You should get your wedding day engraved.
1: On That's it. that makes a lot of sense. Engagement day because it. it's a new day now, and it's yeah. just like, yeah, yeah dude. Uh huh. I mean, I mean, I'm I'm already like, I don't know. In terms of comedy, it's like, am I going to enter this new Hacksville?
0: uh of like marriage comedy yeah um
1: do you worry about that
0: yeah i mean i don't know i don't know if i would call it hacksville though because i think you can still be original with marriage material you know like i don't think there's a premise that hasn't been done you know what i mean
1: i disagree with that i think that there's a lot of unfunny premises that haven't been done
0: oh yeah there you go
1: there's a lot of ones that don't work because it's like oh i've never heard that before it sucks and that's why i've never heard before Right, right. I should never hear it again. Yeah, that's what I'll that's what I'll follow it up with.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Um, But I think that most premises that are funny have been done, and I think that marriage just kind of falls in that same category. But you can still be funny about it. Um,
1: Because I've been, (laughs) you
0: know, I don't know if you're worried about it, just do, um, just do domestic violence stuff. And I uh, think that's the easy way to ease into it.
1: Well, because what I've been saying, I'll promise people, I'm like, you know, I'm not married yet but i promise because i follow a lot of comedians that talk about how much they hate their wives it's like hey i'm not there yet guys <laughs> but i promise you as an audience i'll hate my wife <laughs> that's good in 10 yeah, years like 15 that. years i don't know that's but i'm just good. not there yeah I, so i don't have anything to talk have about you been in these rooms i say it comics yeah. don't like it they'll get mad at me and they'll say why are you attacking my comedy but it's like i don't find this funny I don't find marriage comedy funny at all. Do you know what I mean? Do yeah. you, there's certain types of things well, where it's like, I
0: mean, cause you can't relate to it yet though, but you're going to be able to relate. No, to it
1: soon. Uh, but I get the idea. I, I, I can get like being, like being uh, with somebody be you hate. Way. Yeah. I don't know. But it's like, yeah, but it's like, it's the same thing as like dating material. It's like mm. the next level up where it's like women take forever to get ready. Yeah. There's like a million versions of that. Right. I yeah. don't really find it that funny because it's just like, I, I maybe as, I, as I've heard it so many times I don't find it funny Do you, does that make sense to you
0: yeah I mean I guess there yeah it it is a pretty uh, I feel like it's a pretty narrow topic like a narrow scope for a topic so um, I guess it, it would be difficult to come up with new uh, sounding ma- material for a marriage I a could bit. say
1: I'm married and then just and then be like and if you fucking ask me any questions about it yeah I'll snap yeah and I'll attack somebody in the yeah. front row, yeah. and then I'll kick somebody in the eye to show that I'm serious about it. Yeah. And then I'll go back into my regular comedy, which is mainly uh, racist. <laughs> <laughs> I don't That's know. Perfect. Well, yeah. no, but I, I, I just, I don't know. I, uh, do you, uh, do you like the confessional types of comedy? Like, what, what do you like? Who's, your, who's, your, who are the comics that? Um, you
0: watch? I, I have Bill Burr's like one of my favorites working. Um, I like uh, Jezelnik quite a bit. He's one of my favorites. Right, two whites. Two whites, yeah. Let's actually, see what you do most of the third of them, one,
1: most of them are. See do I have to? Kramer is that what you're gonna say? Uh,
0: Michael, what is his actual name? <laughs> Michael or, Richards. Richards. I have his poster
1: on my wall. Kramer. No I'm kidding. Do <laughs> you really? <No>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with a quote, like an inspirational <laughs> quote from
0: that night. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Those are my two favorites, and now I have to come up with uh, Hannibal Burris just to even things out a little bit. That's Ali good. Wong, Hannibal um,
1: Burris, Earthquake, Earthquake, Lunell.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, Sinbad. His Sinbad's is up there. good. Yeah, he's um, maybe the best. Bernie
1: Mac. Yeah. R.I.P. Uh, yeah. That yeah. one guy that I saw at that club, but he was definitely black. The other week, he was great. He was yeah. one of my favorites. Yeah, I, I mean, because uh, yeah, because uh, well, Burr and Jeselnik are very different.
0: Yeah, I like um, I like Jeselnik because he uh he tells like uh i don't know what the right word is but like his shit's obviously made up you know what i mean like you were talking about the confessional stuff a lot of people are like telling their truths or whatever in a comedic form where uh jeselnik is actually just making up stories and I love that you know that's like
1: I love that type of comedy,
0: yeah, I you know he's obviously not a serial murderer, but he's joking like he is, so I don't know like what if
1: he was though and yeah actually
0: he I could see it yeah. He, yeah,
1: he has a look about him where it's mm-hmm. very believable, yeah, do you that's the other thing about confessional comedy is like bad things happen to you in your life, and I feel like if you look at a confessional comic, I know I'm blinking so much, my alerts or something I don't know, a uh, confessional comic. They always are looking for like, well, I can turn this into a joke.
0: Yeah. And I've actually found myself uh, falling into that trap a little bit. And then that's where like uh, the writing sort of stops, you know, because you're trying to force something that's not where it's like a tragedy
1: in your life. And you're like, well, I can make this funny. Right, Right. But can you?
0: Yeah, I think sometimes you can't... Well, they say tragedy plus time equals comedy, right? So I think that the potential's there.
1: Five years, there's going to be a million Louis C.K. masturbated in front of me jokes. Yeah. That's going to be the new hack. It's like... <laughs>
0: well, there, Yeah, I'm surprised there's not more right now, actually.
1: there's. He did to a bunch of comedians. You'd think somebody would yeah. get the inspiration.
0: Yeah, like uh, that guy that does the comedy seller all the time that just came out with a special... Uh, I forget what his name is. Attell? Uh no, it's a Latino guy. Oh uh, boy, I don't know, but he came out and did a bunch of Louis C. Louis C K stuff that was actually really funny. Um, oh yeah, a couple um, weeks like after it happened or something. The guy or, with the beard. You know? uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You know who it is? I just can't think of what it is. Yeah,
1: name. yeah. I mean, but she—he's a dude because mm-hmm. he's still. That's the thing yeah. is, like, he's at the end of the day. If you want to talk about the patriarchy, yeah, it's still he's still winning one for the patriarchy because he's making jokes about it. When some Mm -hmm. female comics, um, would not female social justice warrior comics. I'll take that back. Ladies. I'm not attacking you. Yeah. Social justice warrior comics who Mm -hmm. mostly are female, overwhelmingly female. Um, they are saying that there's a lot of, there's a movement where it's like, you can't even say that word. You can't joke about this topic because this is yeah. our struggle.
0: I hear that's really big in uh, Portland right now. Like in Portland, you yeah. You can't do shit there.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes. I've, I've I've heard that from a comedian who yeah. uh recently did a weekend up there and he told me it's like you can't say anything. Right. So yeah, it's like even confessional comedy now is like so heavily regulated.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's just a, it's just a few loud people though, you know what I mean? But you know, just even a few people can ruin a show for you. A few loud whites. Yeah. yeah. Cause it is what I think that's white a, women. White,
1: yeah. yeah. It's yeah. white women do for that. Sure. Um, yeah, because I've heard that from a few people where they're like, you can't even jo-. cause,
0: um, and it's not all white women again. It's just
1: most of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll cover you. Don't worry. I got you. Um, what's her name? A comic was saying, and she's a famous comic. And she said, you can make rape jokes as long as they're funny. I don't know if I talked about this last time, but that, I remember that really stuck with me. She said that recently. She said, I can make rape jokes because they're funny, but it's like, that's very subjective, Yes, yeah, yeah, you know? Subjective. Yeah. Why don't you let the audience decide what's funny, what's not funny? And yeah. if you do it like that, then it's like, you're not really, you're not setting any boundaries. Yeah. You're just saying, well, I'm going to do them. So, you know.
0: I had a white female, that style comic come up to me after a, I think all I said was uh, something along the lines of like I don't tell a, I don't tell rape jokes, not because I don't think they can be funny, but because they feel forced, you know. And uh, I thought that was a funny joke, yeah, I thought, and, and it got absolutely. laughs. Yeah. But um, she came up to me after that show, and she was like, "Don't do rape jokes." And then I was like, uh, "I'm Dusty. Nice to meet you." Like, did you know, she give like, you her oh, uh,
1: her blog card or anything like that? Uh,
0: no, nah, she has um. She has a studio and a book. She wrote a book. I feel like they all did. And,
1: uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> she said don't do it. Well, because that happened to a friend of mine too. He, But he, he said he grew up with all women and he was making a joke about how he has weird habits because he grew up with all women. And then she complained about the show. Uh, she said that's very sexist. She came up to him. She made a big deal about it. She said sexism is for little boys. But it's like. You know, can't we laugh about our differences? Sure, women are worse than men in every way. Yeah. Can't we just laugh about it? <laughs> can't we just have a good time? I'm doing that right now. You know, you stupid you. women. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's <laughs> stuff like that yeah. that just keeps our culture divided. Yeah. No, but really it was like, it kind of freaked me out because it's yeah. like uh, like nobody, uh, we're in a weird time where people don't really like the idea of freedom of speech because there's plenty of comics I don't think are funny. Mm-hmm. And their, their material a lot of times is personally offensive to me. Yeah. Maybe not for the same reasons, not for, you know, my quote unquote struggle. Right. But I just don't watch them. Yeah. Or I make fun of them. Yeah. You know, or I parody them or I DM them. Get aggressive. (laughs) Yeah. You know. Bomb threats. Bomb threats. Yeah. I send them a lot of pictures of my penis and I say, you want to keep getting these? (laughs) Keep doing that joke. Wait, so I just have
0: to tell jokes that you don't like to get pictures of your penis?
1: That's all you have to do. If you get on my bad side, I'm going to attack. I it's uh, no, I, I, don't I don't do that. For the record, I don't, don't do that, I guys. Go. Please, um, please don't think that I do that. I've never sent my, a picture of my penis to anybody. I've uh-huh. never done that. I and I wouldn't. But are, that wait, that was a you, joke.
0: What are you doing right now?
1: Oh, nothing. Don't pe- don't take it down. Edit it. Edit it out. Edit it out. I don't. I don't sending, send pictures. This is the only are time. Are you sending that to all my followers? You
0: don't need to send me a picture of it. I can see it right in front of me, dude.
1: It'll be out the whole podcast. Please edit this out.
0: That's the that's the glory that's the one of not time. having a a camera.
1: Oh yeah, dude. Because I can fucking just masturbate and do this whole podcast pretty much. Because yeah. I get off on the power of it. You yeah. know, that's my thing.
0: That's typically what I do.
1: That's what I don't get about people that have those fetishes. Um, do you have a fetish, by the way?
0: Uh, I like to choke a little bit. Be choked? Not not be choked, but do the. And I only know this because I had somebody ask me to do it. I was never interested in it, and then I was like, oh, this is kind of fun.
1: Interesting. Okay, yeah. I, I, I. Uh, yeah, I don't she have. She
0: was crazy. Like, yeah, I feel like not, people not think good, get like bad crazy. She's actually like a pretty normal person in real life. It was just in the bedroom. She, she, was she yeah, kind of a freak.
1: Yeah. Was she? Um, was she a jujitsu? Did you do a jujitsu choke? No, you know, everybody always does this. The 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 hands across. They never do like a. I mean, it, it, like and a, I, I've never like choked a anybody before. Rear naked before. choke or something. They never like do a... anything that I that you would think would work better. Yeah. When um, they're like hit me, it's never like. A boxing move it's always it's it, I, that's yeah, you know yeah. that's that's the bob that's why i don't have that fetish because it doesn't because it's, it's not realistic. It's not effective to me.
0: Yeah, because you can't throw a right hook. I can't. No. Yeah. I can't.
1: Why I can't even warm up? No. It's just like hit me, and I'm like.
0: Yeah, and you're you're gonna end up with a rotator cuff tear. Yeah, it's like yeah. You, do you do you
1: have, do you have pads in here? Do you have the proper warm up gear? Yeah. What weight? What weight class are you? Yeah. Do and you have a whole foam thing. roller first? Yeah. You know, it's like like I'm not that's just gonna. Important. You gotta get those knots. That's out. that's why people are so stupid, man. Mm-hmm. If things like that, they don't think about stuff like that when it comes to fetishes. But back, but people have like back to Louis Louis, Louis C K. And people like that because I don't have that type of fetish. Yeah, I don't even have a fetish really. If I'm if I'm getting laid, I'm pretty happy, and I and I usually don't yeah. push it. I mean, if yeah, I it's, never really. I'm not can, a. <laughs> it can always
0: it can it can be better, but it's never bad though.
1: I'm always just like the, you where know,
0: sex is still. Very
1: good. It's a lot of, like, thank yous. That's mm. my fetish, just saying thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. I'm thank so you happy to be here. Yeah, yeah it's, it's basically the same way I'm, like, I, I am on a podcast. Like, oh, thank you. No, it's so great. I love it. Yeah, no, I'm, I, no, I'm so happy. I'll look at the recording later. Yeah. Yeah. That, that type of thing. That's hilarious. Um, but, like, I don't under do you have, do they have the stamina, I guess, to, to, because ma- it seems like that's got to be so hard to do if it's, like, you have. Your fetish is trapping somebody in a room and then masturbating. Yeah. It seems like a whole thing. How could you ever... You couldn't just ever just be like, you know what? I just want to fucking jerk off. I got 20 minutes. Yeah. You can never do that. You have to go find somebody?
0: You'd have to... Yeah. How would you do that?
1: There's no way. Or murder, for example. Jeffrey Dahmer murdered Mm. people. So he could never casually... Maybe he could casually masturbate if he... Just
0: thinking about murdering somebody. Like keep some of those murders in the old spank bank.
1: So you can't really ever look at porn, though. The other, thing, it feels yeah. like if you have those types of out there fetishes, it's like,
0: yeah, don't they say it starts with porn? A lot what? Of times, a lot of times that like uh, those kinds of like like murders and stuff like that. It like I don't know. It's probably not true, but um, uh, I've heard theories of kind of like how marijuana was like a gateway drug, quote unquote, to porn. Porn. Yeah, would lead Porn. To murder like that's why to, you can't smoke like, weed stuff yeah, yeah exactly yeah so so i watched porn one time and then like three days later i worked my way up to heroin <laughs> i'm just like yeah that's
1: yeah oh i've never maybe maybe i've heard that and i forgot about it because it's so stupid but it's like yeah. i don't think porn leads a, to there's anything there's
0: a lot of theories that are all just theories you know that it doesn't feel like there's really any research behind them no it's like,
1: yeah it's like well what if like more than anything any, else?
0: any uh um like arts degrees. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> like wh- who were those guys that just uh um uh like submitted a bunch of things to those journals for like women's studies and all that kind of stuff. Oh
1: I didn't hear about it. Did they uh, did they just submit something that wasn't true or
0: Oh yeah they submitted a bunch of stuff and a lot of it got published in academic journals. Oh God. And um and then one of them they even won an award for and that one was how dog humping in dog park parks contributes to rape culture <laughs> or something like that it's awesome it's it, it's actually a, a really good ep, that's actually one of the joe rogan ones that's really good is that's uh crazy. one of the guys or two of the guys comes on and t- they talk about it
1: i love trolling dude but mm-hmm. you know the th- it's it is really easy to troll people yeah it's super because sure. i uh, i've been trying to do this thing this is my new i shouldn't say what it is yet i should well okay um, nobody listens to this that, okay that I, I i don't want to reveal it and then people will know that I'm, mm-hmm. but i like i like i'm a pretty deep troller uh mm-hmm. that's like most of my instagram really just trolling people yeah i've noticed it's good and i had that, uh,
0: that text messaging the pyramid scheme, scheme? yeah the reverse pyramid scheme, yeah. how i built my
1: own pyramid yeah <laughs> that was really the good. great the, 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 the end was so funny where the guy's just like stop texting me i really and wanted just, to contribute like, i was
0: but i was uh you know when you're at work at a hospital they frown on you being on
1: the phone and not cool hospitals phone. you, yeah, th- you think about so, working yeah. at a cool hospital because yeah. I, I would think a, a cool one would get it yeah it's for, for a comedy yeah. but i want to do i don't know i just i it is like very with those academic journals and a lot of things in the arts it is really easy just to fake mm-hmm. stuff because it, it, it's like you could just tell people things and nobody especially at this stage, nobody really researches it
0: yeah well it's um it's easy to fake in specific uh subjects but like something like a science like an actual science or math but that was could it be
1: provable science with the, that these guys are doing or it wasn't right it was no, just oh, no well, they you, were there just yeah.
0: yeah they were just bullshitting like and, non- yeah. and none of it was like fact check like none of it was you know no and, especially and then there's like this like it. big argument that oh well they did it like in bad faith so you know like it's not really the fault of the journals and it's like isn't the whole the whole purpose of an academic journal is to have like peer reviews and like yeah to make sure that the shit is real right yeah like before putting it out so. and they
1: and and they just didn't even read it no. i mean i i would think that you wouldn't want to come off as a nerd if your job is to review academic journals so mm-hmm. like some of like are you are you reviewing that And i'm like yeah i'm reviewing it yeah. and, you do, and then you're yeah. like and you pick up a cool mag- i don't know what a cool magazine would be but you pick one of those up and say you're like yeah, yeah. Well, another thing about it, though,
0: is they would get, like, peer-reviewed, and then uh, they would get suggestions back. And then a lot of times the suggestions were, like, suggestions that would make the paper even more outrageous than it already was. (laughs) You know? That's so great. That's so funny.
1: Well, yeah, because uh, I think people thought I was serious, but I was saying for a while that, like, um, the way that zombies walk towards people with their arms out is offensive because they're just like touching people without consent and it's like Uh part of rape culture and i was like we have to redo a lot of zombie movies it looks bad when they come out and touch you you should put their hands down so that way it's like is it okay for me to bite you right is that okay with you if i eat your face and people thought i was serious about that (laughs) which i thought was funny
0: that's uh yeah that's pretty good
1: i i can't believe that I mean, but then again, I think there's this thing now where people are just so obsessed with being right that if you see something that looks like it's part of your group, Mm -hmm. like the anti-Trump stuff now. If I put out an article right now and I photoshopped it well that said Trump says something outrageous, it's going to get shared. Yeah, It's going to get blindly shared so many times uh, before somebody even checks up on it because there's the hatred for Trump.
0: Yeah. You just, um, you know. I heard an interesting theory about... of religion and how uh, more and more people are turning away from religion. You know, there's a lot more atheists now, and now uh, yeah, I- ideologies uh, like uh, and intersectionalism and things like that are becoming the new religion. It's like filling the hole, like the void. Yeah. Um, that. Like, that's interesting yeah because yeah. people
1: are just just need something
0: yeah and i think that's kind of what you know like you're saying like uh, hating trump is like a part of that it's like like a yeah. doctrine, you know you well have that's have
1: and, to it, do it. and it ties into comedy because comedy yeah. is a reflection of our culture mm-hmm. and you see that a lot now when you uh when you watch audiences like this lady who says you shouldn't make rape jokes it's because yeah. what you're doing is targeting her identity right it's not what it's like especially in the context of a joke and somebody made this point. I don't remember who it was. I think it may have been Legion of Skanks. Somebody said, and it's it's brilliant when you think about it. It's like people that make these jokes are never the ones committing these actions. Oh right, yeah. Because there was this this rapist comic, and he was like a clean vanilla guy. He was a serial rapist.
0: Right. Yeah, I heard about this.
1: He would uh, go around from college to college, and he was like just a just a just a total clean comic. Yeah. And it's so true. They were saying it's so true. It's like no real racist is going on stage like, hey, you know, it's like nobody does that. Right. And if it's if they do do it, it's not funny. That was Kramer where it's like, OK, yeah. this dude is just not funny. Yeah. I mean, not to everybody. I have his album, but, you know, to, to some people, they didn't like it.
0: <laughs> you listen to it uh, first thing in the morning, every morning.
1: Yeah, I know. I have it in my head. What do you listen to? Like, oh, you want to check it out? And then, it's oh, yeah. you know.
0: Oh, yeah. Why are your headphones plugged into What are you? <laughs> um,
1: no, but I mean, it's. It, it, people don't understand what a joke is anymore because it is like so tied into their identity, their beliefs. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's like a satire is a big part of it, right? Like you're making, you're like a joke. When you tell a jokes like that, you're actually making fun of the people who actually do feel that way. You're mocking. Them, yes. Right. Yeah. So. Especially with
1: all the do is it like, it's a character. Yeah. You yeah. know? Yeah. It's, um, but they don't, they don't get that. It's like, Oh, you said this word. You know, and it's it's, yeah, it's a shame it's the
0: whole yeah the whole idea like behind um uh like hate speech and all that kind of stuff like hate speech is just censorship.
1: Yeah, you know? and we're gonna go into a weird era. I mean, we could. I think either it's gonna go. I don't know. I feel. Opposite. I feel like
0: um, there's a lot of resistance. Like I feel, like, like I was saying earlier, I think those are really fringe people. Like um uh, there's some sort of uh, there was some sort of study, and I don't know how they did it or anything. But they say that like it's the eight percent on either side are the fringe, so that's like the the actual like Nazis or white supremacists on the right. It's eight percent of the right. Okay. And then like the you know, the extreme left that really that talk about hate speech and all this kind of stuff. They say it's really only like eight percent. Yeah. But they're just really loud. Like the only place
1: yeah. they really meet is LinkedIn. Yeah. Probably. That's yeah. the only place where they're actually yeah. connecting. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's, yeah, no, I, I do agree with that. I think that there are a lot of just loud people, but they do, like you were saying, in comedy, you can't have one person that's, like, yeah, heckling, let alone saying that what you're saying is, like, it does, It'll speech. ruin
0: a show. Yeah. So that small percentage of people. They do can do a lot of damage. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And on the other side, I'm not sure what Nazis have done in the past that's been bad, but, you know, I'm kidding. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, like, right. it's like, yeah, it only takes stuff. one of those yeah. psychos <laughs> to do some real damage. Yeah you know yeah. like and that's that's what that's the because yes that 8% is the most vocal but they're also the most um active yeah, it seems like true. which yeah. is the cuz like most of america i feel like may have may have some like kind of racist tendencies in their mind from some group it's it's natural
0: well everybody's prejudiced and that's uh the like that's biological you know that's what yeah. kept us alive right so yeah. like your prejudice against like things um Just all through evolution, like we we would prejudge things because that's what kept you alive. If you were just like, oh, everything is safe and everything is awesome, yeah, then you 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 judge
1: the outsider, yeah. Yeah. No, that's but
0: so you know, like, but like hating somebody based on skin color, like, I don't think that is, um, I mean, that obviously was a thing, but I don't think it's like really that relevant anymore today. Like, I don't know anybody that hates.
1: No, but we're, but you're, you live in a place that's very metropolitan Mm -hmm. because that's, but I, yeah, I I do agree with you where it seems like it's way bigger of a deal than it is.
0: Yeah. I think it's, uh, yeah, I guess I misspoke. I, I think it's a bigger deal than it is. I like, I know it's out there, but I just don't think like, I don't know. I feel like, uh. I feel like that's such a small percentage of people that if they were actually vocal and did express themselves, they would be out. They would be casted out by yeah. the rest of us. I No, I, I completely agree so, with that.
1: And I don't think it's like, yeah, I, I, I think that, uh, a lot of people that are on the Trump side, they say, like, I think, I think that a lot of people that are really, really behind Trump are racist because what he's doing is specific things to motivate that demographic of people. And that's why yeah. I think a lot of his true fans, there's not really a lot of them because it's people that he's like, listen, immigrants are the enemy, people from another country, people that have different skin. That's. But he. But it's such a small group of people because you saw in the last election where it's like, yeah, most people don't feel that way. Right. Not in this day and age because even if you do have some sort of like, yes, prejudice is biological, but in this day and age, we have mixed so much as a society that it's inevitable that you'll have a friend of a different group or of the group that, you know, Trump yeah. is targeting. There's very few people that agree with that rhetoric. And I think that's, yeah. I mean that you saw that in the big blue wave we had in November.
0: What the house. Yeah. Um, well, I, yeah, I don't know. I do feel like there was a large amount of the people though, that voted for Trump purely based on like uh, what he was saying regarding his economic policies, like taxation, and and things like that like yeah you know keeping like these uh blue collar jobs in that election like yeah that. but in this yeah. one you can this see people pulling up, away yeah. from
1: it yeah because he didn't even attack like it, 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 when he was doing campaigning he wasn't even talking about that
0: right i think um yeah it's gonna be an interesting election i think if the economy maintains he i think he wins again i think if the burble, burble, bubble bursts um which it's definitely going to do at some point um and then we'll hit a recession i think if that happens before the election then he loses
1: yeah i think the yeah the other thing too is um a lot of smart democrats I know a lot of people want impeachment in this country, but I think the the smart move for Democrats is to just isolate him and and make him look as bad as possible with the Mueller investigation and just what they're doing now is perfect. Just rattling him, yeah, essentially, and just like you know what, we can just ride this out, make you look as bad and unprofessional as possible, and then they're also betting that a lot of other things are going to go bad in this country, yeah, economically, and then he's gonna he's gonna have nothing. And it'll be an easy reelection if they get rid of him now. Then I would say that Republicans win again yeah because people are because he's so it really
0: depends on who they pick to choose like they choose to run against him too because there's some people like if hillary were to get the nomination again
1: it's a toss-up if anything it's It's, yeah same yeah so probably go favor goes back to him because incumbents usually win a second term especially against hillary but i don't i don't think that i hope they don't try that again right i hope they don't because that'd be that'd be really stupid Mm -hmm. they'd be throwing it away it's uh yeah, I mean, I think that yeah, cuz if you I would get just love for a
0: third party to like run away with it. Like every, well, I know everybody's hopeful for that every single election, but like genuinely if it's if it's going to happen, it seems like it's going to happen soon, right? Like it should.
1: Well, um I would say the most likely scenario for something like that is uh impeachment. Mm-hmm. So you get impeachment, uh the left, all the Democrats and that whole group that's basically only the only reason they're together is because they hate Trump. Mm-hmm. They have very different agendas. If you look at like older Democrats and newer Democrats, you know? Mm-hmm. So if, uh, if Trump goes and Pence comes in, then a lot of people are going to feel like they won, Yeah, you know? And they're going to be like, okay, so we, so onto the next thing, which is like, I want, You know what I am as a Democrat or as a left leaning person represented. And I don't see that with uh, Nancy Pelosi and all these party, you know, these party members of old. And so then you see a big fracture. Mm -hmm. And then same with the Republican Party, where there's people that are like, you know, I'm not part of this Pence Trump movement. I'm more of the independent type. Mm -hmm. Like you're saying, religion is not the same thing that it was like, you know, when Bush used it. So there's gonna be there there I I, I definitely agree with the big libertarian like classical yeah. liberal yep. movement. There's a lot right more now. of those types mm-hmm. of people coming out, yeah. and uh, it, it it's gonna be interesting either way. I want yeah. to gamble on it. Yeah. <laughs> can you gamble on? on oh, elections? absolutely. I think so. Yeah. Oh, uh, fuck yeah, dude.
0: Yeah, I think right now you can bet on who the um uh, who's gonna win the uh, Democratic primary, and I don't know who you can bet on, but I know uh Beto Beto. Yeah, how you pronounce that he's like the the like favorite right now but
1: yeah i think that he's probably going to get the nod yeah. it, it all depends on how he does uh in the primaries obviously because yeah. different parts of the country but you know the 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 the, the movement he had in texas of all places mm-hmm. especially against somebody that was already established yeah. well, pretty like, impressive
0: well it's actually pretty interesting too because a lot of uh there are a lot of liberal people that have m- been like Texas is taking on a lot of people like a lot of Californians and stuff. Yeah. Because it's like becoming really hard to live here. Like yep. it's becoming unaffordable. So everyone's moving to Texas and uh, it's kind of changing the demographic there quite a bit. So, Arizona too. Yeah. Same Arizona, thing. You saw that in the elections. Colorado. A lot
1: yeah. of people. Yeah. Colorado's definitely mm-hmm. going to be blue this time. Mm-hmm. Arizona yep. possibly depends on who the candidate is. Yeah. But if it's Beto, I would say you have that whole area. Yeah. And that would be insane. That's just yeah. such a major shift. And yeah, yeah. so I don't know that Who um knows, man. Alexandria, whatever her name is. She's interesting too. Ocasio-Cortez. Yeah. I, I don't like her. She's very popular though. Yeah. She's, she's very, very popular. popular. Yeah. But I, I mean, know. I don't know. I'm, I'm not a popular guy. I don't like her guy.
0: because I'm racist and
1: sexist. <laughs> <laughs> Here's yeah. tweeting at her. I don't want a woman representing yeah. the Democratic Party.
0: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I don't know i like I don't really can I've actually always considered myself left leaning, but just because of like your haircut, the, yeah, yeah. That, that's what I was saying. That like I don't agree with the the Nazi uh, um, ideology, but they had great haircuts though. Clean. And you really can't take that for whites. From
1: them. Yeah, they had they had some of the the mm-hmm. most uh, yeah.
0: And it's really come back in in fashion.
1: I know everybody hates mm-hmm. Nazis, but they love their haircuts. That is yeah. very funny. <laughs> yeah,
0: I've got that's yeah. I totally show. have Nazi haircuts so.
1: Yeah, yeah, your haircut. I mean the hard
0: part, hard part, shaved on the side. Yeah,
1: and they would just look at you and be like, "Man, yeah, I like the, uh, I like the, the fade." Is that yeah. what they called it? They're like, "Yeah, just give me a Nazi yeah. fade."
0: Yeah, Nazi fade. Yeah, I think so. That's probably what they called they're it. They're just like, but "Okay, in German, I don't know." The <laughs> <laughs> but they only
1: have pictures of black dudes, and they're like, ignore the person <laughs> in the picture. I just want the haircut. I want this hard. Just give part me the haircut.
0: It, shave a line in there, and uh, yeah.
1: Ignore yeah. LeBron James. I just That's like funny. the haircut. It's a bad example. Oh,
0: dang. We burned through a lot of time already. Um, what time are you going to leave?
1: Oh, I have like an hour. Oh, I have like an hour from whenever we started okay is so this fast into the podcast oh wow um uh,
0: yeah i wanted to ask you about like Rift city and oh everything. boy here we go is that okay or we don't oh no to i'm totally kidding i'm totally oh, kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh how long have you been doing Rift city well first i guess let's say, well, what is Rift city Comedy? Rift
1: city comedy is uh my best friend daniel and i's independent show we do it uh at the last wednesday of every month at the whistle stop bar in south park cool uh starts at 8 30
0: you do other venues too don't you
1: no, uh, not, we oh. did, we started off at another venue, but now we're just focusing on, on that. Oh, just the one, okay. We had another venue originally, and then they didn't have the proper licensing, so they kicked us out, and then we told the Whistle Stop, like, we, they've just, they've been awesome, we pitched them how good our show was, and, uh, the first person we got to do the Whistle Stop show was Eric Griffin, which helped us a lot, because mm. then they were like, oh, these guys are legit, you yeah. see this guy on TV. Yeah, So he's it he's really seem good, more, he's really funny. Yeah, and so yeah. we packed it out, and then, uh. Yeah, things have been going really well ever since. We got a lot of very interesting comedians. Um, yeah. A lot of my favorite comics have been super cool enough. You know, like John Doris come down twice, which is like he's one of my favorite comics. That's cool. Uh, Jay Larson, Byron Bowers, a lot of really cool people come and do it. And uh, yeah, it's it's nice because it's only like you like we what we try to do is provide. Um, like an A-list comedy club experience, but at a much lower price at an independent venue because we have no overhead. So it's just five bucks at the door, and That's rad. Uh, we get all kinds of kinds of great people.
0: Cool. Do you? So you're not really making any money off of it? It's just kind of sustaining itself, or?
1: Um, we make we make money off the door, but nothing right now. I mean, yeah. we're working on some things. I guess you know, like uh, merch. Um, oh, cool. We're, we're yeah, we're going to have merch pretty soon. Um, people have asked about it a lot, so we're going to do some t-shirts and stuff like that. Uh, we make the door money. Not as much money as I would like.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, you have to pay the comics too, right?
1: Yeah, but I mean, we we have that kind of got it taken yeah, care we won't of go for into the most too much part. part. Yeah, but yeah, so like, yeah. yeah, I would like us to make more money, of yeah. course. But um, I think well, it Merchant sounds like a, a good
0: start, though. I mean, it seems really popular.
1: Yeah, it's gotten a lot more popular. Um, I mean, Daniel and I are pretty insane. No matter how popular it gets, we're still you know hand passing out flyers, uh, yeah. all the time. We always go do that at night. Um, we're on like every social media group we could possibly be on trying to promote it. I mean, it's a lot of work. Yeah. I don't know how comedy clubs do it. You know, well, some of them don't, uh, <laughs> yeah. but we really, really try to, yeah, make which it ones a don't good show. Um, <laughs> just kidding. I'll be busy this weekend <laughs> at a uh, couple comedy clubs around town. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's a lot of work, but I just, right now we want it to be the best show that, that we can make it. Yeah. So, if you come by uh any Wednesday that we're doing it, I guarantee you're going to see a great headliner, a lot of great comics. We try yeah. to bring the best comics that we can to do the show. Um
0: How do you uh how do you get them to come down? Do you just like
1: Now it's word of mouth. Slide in the DMs.
0: Them. Oh, okay.
1: Now it's like we I mean, we basically just beg people. Yeah. But it's more word of mouth because they've seen like we've had enough people on the show that have connections with bigger comics or they are big comics and they can put in a good word for us and we'll like occasionally nicely be like, Hey, if you had a good time, please just let people know or post like, uh, Byron Bowers posted something on his Instagram, which a lot of, uh, comics saw, um, a lot of, a lot of comics are be cool enough to like, cause we, 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 uh, we have a photographer that takes great professional pictures. And so a lot of them use that and then they'll tag us in it. And so that has gotten us. So at least like, you know, comics are aware yeah of us so that's at first it was literally just like we would just go into somebody's dms and just beg them <laughs> that's just cool. we would just
0: I'm, i think that's awesome it worked
1: it doesn't work frequently <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of people that just, would say no you get enough out there though right? don't it's talk to me volume. yeah stop <laughs> dming me yeah. but i mean we would just beg them and say like and then they would if they would come down like i don't want to say his name because <clears throat> he's gonna get he probably wouldn't like people to bother him but we bothered this guy for almost a year, and he's like, "Come on, I don't do bar shows. I don't do bar shows. I'm past out of my career." And uh, we kept saying, "Like, come on, please." I guarantee you'll have a good time. And he eventually did it. And we, we asked him why he did it, and he's like, "Well, you guys just wouldn't leave me alone." And so I figured I should just check it out. And yeah. then I went. He, he had he went. He had and he had a great time. And Then he recommended oh, us to people. That's rad. So okay. yeah, so I mean, we work really hard to make sure it's a great show for everybody.
0: Yeah. Do you guys you know? host it? Yeah, so- we, we
1: yeah we yeah so we go up there and we like do our little. You know, riffing up top, it never goes well. It's a <laughs> lot of bombing. It's a lot of silence, awkward silence. Um, the well, people who go, yeah, ignore it,
0: it. So it's it's at a bar, but it kind of. Um, I mean, I I haven't gone, which makes me kind of an asshole. But I definitely it doesn't make yeah, you an asshole. To, yeah.
1: A lot of people don't go. My parents.
0: Um. Yeah, we don't talk about them. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,
0: but it, I don't know the just uh, the way it sounds and kind of the little bit of talk I've heard about it. It doesn't sound like it would feel like a bar show.
1: No, it doesn't because we, um, the way that we set it up, um, again, we are like the two most neurotic OCD people. So we're very aggressive about cell phones. Um, we Good. make that very yeah. clear at the beginning. So nobody has their phones. That's um, rad. we set up the chairs in a way. So it's like really packed. And then if you see the pictures of it, it looks like there's, there's just so many people does, crowded yeah. in close that it doesn't, it doesn't feel like a bar show. Like there's a bar there and it is a bar, but we totally, we change it. Mm-hmm. For the show, we get there hours early and we do a bunch of things to the room to make it look a certain way. And then it goes back.
0: Do you ever get a obnoxious, just like patrons that are like during the show that are yes. hard to handle? Yeah.
1: We had yeah. one last time, oh, okay. but I guess everybody else hates him. According to the bar, they all hate him. Um, and so they, they... Him back, then? what should ban him the I bar. know that's what I was saying, but they were like, well, I mean, he's, he's just annoying regularly, but they, but they told us to kick him out because oh, okay. they said he's going to be a problem. And he was right off the bat. He was a problem. But I mean, for the most part, I would say almost every one of the patrons, except for one guy who I guess the rest of the bar does not like, okay. um, they've been amazing, super supportive. The bar's great and they get it and they're fans of comedy. So a lot of times we get somebody, they're excited because they want to see him too. Yeah. You know, like, uh, like yeah. Jesus Trejo was like so cool. He had another one that really helped us out. Like he posted it on his Instagram. Oh, that's really cool. And he gave us a nice that's shout nice. out. It's so. like super
0: cool to hear that there's people like that.
1: Oh, yeah, pretty it, much every I mean it's
0: it seems like comics are generally like that though, but
1: every headliner, I don't know what headliners you've had encounters with in in comedy, but everyone I've had who's done stand up for a long time, who started from open mics mm-hmm. to, you know, featuring or whatever and then actually making it, they're always cool cuz they get how how difficult it is to do yeah. this. Yeah. You know? Like Brody yeah, Stevens, I think that's why I like
0: the uh, the comedy community so much. Not that I'm that heavily involved, because I'm like uh, I have social issues, like most comics probably do. Yeah, don't we all? But um, yeah, it's just like it's just nice to hear the uh, stories like that, you know?
1: Just, yeah, I mean, I think that it's such a it's the trade off for it being so brutal to do comedy is that. Uh, once you reach a certain level and once you come through all that stuff, then you want to give back. Yeah. You know, because uh, Daniel uh, was telling me about tell and like how just over the top nice that guy is. Oh, that's yeah. You, years. you hear
0: about that from like everybody that's ever yeah. met him. Yeah. It's 30
1: years of just, you know, mm-hmm. taking shit. Because comedy, because yeah. it's like. Uh, that,
0: that's actually another guy that I would say is up there with one of my favorites. Yeah. Oh, yeah. he's amazing.
1: Yeah. But yeah, you. Because he was talking about this where he was saying that like comedy, no matter what stage you're at, it's like, you're always just one joke away from bombing. Right. <laughs> There's that level of struggle where it's yeah. like, yeah, I'm not doing well. I'm just not bombing. Yeah. Don't I'm always you, evading don't you
0: it. hate when it's going really well and that bomb comes out of nowhere? Yeah. That's I, the fucking worst. I hate that. Yeah. I hate that so much.
1: I, I, I don't know how to like, it depends on what happens. Sometimes you can wiggle out of it in time, but if you, mm-hmm. if you're right, if you're closing out and you don't end well, that's the worst feeling to me. Yeah. Cause then you have no way of, Redeeming yeah. it. And yeah, that like, happened to me last weekend. I was doing the late show and I felt like I just had him, had him, had him, had him, eight minutes. And then I get the light and then I just, it wasn't even, it was just like this drop off of energy. And I'm like, well, I don't have a chance to even get him back now. And so I'm trying to get him back. And then it's like, all right, well, that's my time. So I'm, I don't like running yeah. the light. Yeah. And it's like, that's the worst feeling when you don't even have a chance to get it back. when someone's in the middle, you can redeem yourself. Because yeah. that's happened to me in the middle where I started off really bad and then I've picked up steam. Yeah. You know, once I show them how much yeah. of a fucking man I am, you know? Yeah, dude. It's, you got to peak at the right time during the playoffs, it's, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the best feeling, I think, yeah. is getting out of a bomb. But the worst yeah. feeling ever is like, I think, bombing and then not having a chance to recover it. Yeah. Or if getting you bomb halfway a, through and you can't. Right, yeah. You just yeah. keep struggling. Getting
0: out of a bomb with like like a riff or something is like the ultimate, I think just like, Oh yeah, I'm the, <laughs> I'm the smartest man alive. That's
1: yeah. usually what I try to do. That's my, uh, my go-to move because I think that it's the most effective. Um, it's, it's the, it's risky, but it's like if you have, okay, so if you're not, if your jokes aren't working and then you have a joke that's like, doesn't like, doesn't work. If you throw another joke in there, then it's probably just because it's the same. Like da 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 da, da 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 If it's your cadence and your setup, they may just not be on board with you doing jokes. If you just go into a riff sometimes, then all of a sudden they light up. Yeah, but you have she, to be confident that it's funny.
0: Yeah, what I've been trying to do lately is uh start off with a little bit of a riff. Because yeah, then it it that. almost like personalizes your set. You know, I do it's that. like yeah. this is your this is for you guys. Yeah.
1: A lot of East Coast comics do that. I've noticed pretty much every East Coast comic I've talked to, and somebody was telling me he was saying that the rooms are smaller and everything's so fast that like you have to just start off running. Mm. You don't have time to be like. So I was because L A comics. I noticed a lot of them take forever to start.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Forever.
0: Real yeah, real long buildups
1: and to like you know, and then it turned out my dad just called. It's just like this (laughs) fucking like, I don't care. You know, it's always just some sad (laughs) story, some winding sad story about like, I'm a barista, but I have an art degree, but it's like, who fucking cares, dude? Yeah. You know, be funny.
0: Yeah, I've heard this from the last three comics. Can you just say
1: something? Just be funny. Yeah. Yeah, Just be funny. Right off the bat. But yeah, that riffing up top, I think riffing is like, I try to do that as much as possible in comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very risky, but I think that when it's working for you and you riff, 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 joke, riff, riff, yeah. riff, then they're just so much more alive and they're on board. It's like, oh, he's just saying this right now. Yeah. He or she, I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> well, we were talking about you. Me. You were, yeah, yeah. You were talking about yourself. He
1: and he alone. Yeah. But yeah, it, feel, it makes your set, like you're saying, it makes your set feel more personal. Mm-hmm. And that's like, yeah, I think that, that crowds like that too because they don't. a lot of people don't understand a comedy show, especially in San Diego. L.A. more so. They kind, of, they kind of get what a comedy show is. But here, a lot of people, you're like, is this your first time seeing comedy? And they almost always say yes. And so they don't know if they're supposed to yell. If they, and I always, because I'm not a big name, but I always want to give them the best show possible. And yeah. so I have to do that oh, by a lot the, of crowd work, riffing, because sure. okay. it's like, hey, I, if I paid my hard earned money, I would, and I did, I saw something I didn't know, I would want them to be so fucking funny and make me feel like I was part of it mm-hmm. and get the energy up. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're
0: coming for like, not just to watch somebody speak. You're coming for an experience, right? Yeah, like, you exactly. Want to like a part of the show. Yeah, yeah.
1: And I see some people, it's just like a sad play. Yeah. And it's just like you know, like like just this one man play, and it's awful, or one woman play. (laughs) I'm so PC, (laughs) but do you know what I mean? And yeah, Yeah. you got to keep it alive, man. That's like that's what's so great about seeing live comedy is 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 that just like that movement, yeah, not just fucking hearing somebody. And it's got to go both ways
0: too. Like I feel like uh like you were saying, an audience really has to understand what's happening because like sometimes they try and get too involved, and that. Yeah. So much like I've had coworker. I don't know if the, this probably happened to you. Like coworkers like, hey man, let's plan a heckle. You know, like I'm gonna heckle you, and then you you can have a response. I've never ready. had that happen before. Yeah, and it's like, who's dude. your
1: coworker, Steve Hofstetter? Yeah, <laughs> inside baseball.
0: <laughs> I get it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I had I've had people do that, and it's like, dude, the. Like, if you want to do comedy, get on stage and try it. We're not going to set up this. It's safer for them in the crowd. yeah, Yeah. And they're
1: like, yeah, I've, I haven't heard that one, but I do a lot of times when somebody used to heckle me, I would always go aggressive.
0: Yeah. That's kind of, uh, it's easy to just go straight to being a complete dick. But that's and not yeah it's not the right move though yeah no
1: because people around them don't get the context of comedy and how hard you've worked on these jokes and they think you're just talking mm-hmm. which so much you are yeah um, and they're just trying to help out a lot of times because you hear them and they're just like I just want to be funny I just want to help out yeah. and it's like you almost feel bad being like listen you fucking you know this yeah. or that i have never done that but I would get aggressive yeah. so now it's like you kind of let them you can tell when it's a mean heckle yeah. Or somebody disrupts that you need to shut down. But a lot of times it's like you got to kind of, you know, feel it out yeah. and tell him to shut up in a nice way.
0: Yeah. One comes to mind where uh, this I was in this really hot room, no air conditioning during the summer in Fresno. And uh, this guy just kept complaining like loudly about how hot it was. And instead of like engaging to him and talking to him, I just screamed at him to shut the fuck up. Yeah. And, uh, and it never like, goes the way you think. Yeah. And then I was like, like uh, what I say? Like, oh, it's hot in Fresno in July. Fucking surprise. You know, like yeah. and it is like That's I funny. was just so mean to him. I should have just like it should have brought him into the show a little bit and like been like, all right, cool. You got your.
1: Yeah. Because some people don't don't. A lot of people don't get comedy. A yeah. lot of comics don't get comedy. Yeah. Not that I get it, but I mean, I'm learning, but I'm saying, but then you, but you see a lot of people in audiences. It's like, they've never even seen live comedy. They don't get the day in and day out. This isn't just for me anyways. It's like, this isn't just, I'm going to do two shows tonight, probably three if I can see it in an open mic. So three times going up, right? It's like that every night for me, I'm going up as much as possible and I'm working on so much material and so many of the times it goes bad. Yeah. They don't see all that. They just think it's like, Oh, well, this is your Friday night. You go up there and you're the funny guy. Yeah. And you just say whatever comes to mind and then you try to be funny and do you tell people they don't get work that. You do comedy. Um, well, every job I'm, uh, I'm going back to school in uh, January. So I'm currently unemployed. Um, yes. so, uh, but yeah, every job I've had, they end up finding out through Facebook yeah. or whatever. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sure same that it's like the yeah. same thing where it's like, you don't really necessarily tell them, but they find yeah. out.
0: I kind of don't want them to know. Cause once they know, then they, you know, then you're, there's an expectation of like, yeah. You know, hey, tell me your jokes, work on your jokes. Yeah. It's like, dude, this is like, this is not the right place or context for an abortion joke.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. I They don't get, yeah, they don't get that. Yeah, like this, this like, girl one time was like, I mean, if you want to get real feedback, you should talk to me and my friend. I'm like, do you think that, standing up there with a fucking entire audience expecting you to be funny is not good feedback. Like you're better than that. Right. And yeah. She's like, I mean, if you want honest feedback, it's like, what do you think a crowd is doing when they're not laughing? That's as honest as it gets. <laughs> yeah. Like it's fucking yeah. just the rest. Like they're just doing it. Like a guy laughing. that
0: cr- crosses his arms and, and isn't laughing like, no, he's just goddess. acting. Yeah. <laughs> he's
1: just acting like he's not having a good time. It's just so yeah, fucking, yeah, I really are so fucking ridiculous.
0: I, like everybody at my work knows now because of that same thing. Like somebody found me on so- social media and uh, was yeah. like started spreading the word. And then that's what then happened to just,
1: me. Ugh, this I, dude. Yeah. This one guy, I was like, he was like, Hey, what's your Instagram? And I was like, don't follow me on Instagram. And then he's like, why? And I'm like, I just, just don't. And he's, and I'm like, I just like he my, you know, my, my, off-time private and then he goes like well there's something you're hiding obviously and then he finds it and he's like he this guy's a comedian this guy does stand up he fucking tells everybody dude yeah this guy was a fucking douchebag and then this crazy guy i guess the reveal was that he secretly wanted to be a comic uh, dude, because- i think
0: a lot of i think there's i don't know what the percentage would be but i think there's way more people than uh like most of us realize that have always wanted to try something like comedy, you know? Like, yeah, but
1: this guy was like so aggressive and weird to me, dude. He goes, like, he's like, and I was like, yeah, but he's like, well, can I, could I do comedy? I'm like, yeah, man, you're a funny guy. Like, just get up there. I said, because I mean, I, I said, I don't know. It's like, it's very hard to do it mm-hmm. to actually really do comedy. Yeah. But you can definitely try.
0: Yeah. I, I tell said, that, uh, I really, well, I tell everybody they should try it, but I, I only, yeah, I actually encourage, People that I think would be good at that are actually funny, yeah. I yeah so I said that to, to him. It. I said
1: yeah. one one conversation one day, mm-hmm. right? The next day he's like, and he's like, "Well, comic to comic," and he said that, and I was like laughing. And I was like, "We aren't really a comic. We haven't gone up there." And he's like, "Are you telling me I'm not the same thing?" He's like, "I'm like the funniest person in this office. You you think that I'm?" He's like, "You think I'm not a comic?" <laughs> oh, I fucking hate this guy, <laughs> no, I, dude. It was and it wouldn't and he kept he and I'm like and I said no, dude. A comic is somebody that goes up on stage and I said, "Yeah, you're a funny guy, whatever." But like. A comic is somebody that goes up, you're not a comic. I said, I didn't say you couldn't be a comic. I said you're not a comic right now because you've never performed. And yeah. he goes, Bill Burr just goes up there and talks. I know for a fact he does. And I'm like, You fucking don't know that for a fact. Because he, <laughs> he works on his jokes. I right? well beyond guarantee you that he, those jokes are written and thought of in original material by Bill Burr. Yeah. And he goes, and he's like, So we're not the same thing. So you think you're better than me? I said, No, it's just like I wouldn't go up to an MMA fighter and say, like, hey man, I've had I've been in the street by before, so like basically we're the same thing. Yeah. I know you're in the UFC. But, I mean, I've been to street fight, so w- we can just talk fighter to fighter. Yeah. It's the same thing. And he wouldn't drop it, dude. Yeah. And so I encouraged him to go to an open mic, and he never fucking did. Yeah, because he's a bitch. Because I was like, yeah, you're going to bomb, dude. Yeah. You're going to fucking bomb. That's Absolutely. the reality of it. And
0: then he wouldn't be able to take it. It's, no. Like, the, the thing is, like, everybody's going to bomb. It's, like, the people who are comics are the ones that can bomb and take it and keep going. You know what yeah. I mean? Well, I guess that's not true. you got to be funny, too, at some point. But
1: but that's a big part of it, because yeah. there's definitely people that are very funny that can't handle bombing. Mm-hmm. There's yeah, like there's well. really funny comics that can't handle bombing and end up quitting because of it, Yeah, because of the struggle. We're at an hour.
0: Uh, you want to throw out some social media or anything out there?
1: Or? Um. Yeah, it's at M-Y-L-E-S, M-A-G-A-L-L-A-N-E-S on Instagram. That's the only one I'm really on. I'm not on Facebook anymore. I'm okay. just over it. Any you guys website get it. for Rift City? Oh, uh, the Facebook Rift City. Oh, okay. I Daniel and I do the Facebook, but oh, okay. Yeah. Other than that, nothing. No. Cool.
0: Sounds good. We are at here. Let's kill this last twenty five seconds.
1: All right. Let me tell you how I feel about the Holocaust, oh, okay. and I'll start. Okay.
0: Yeah. We'll just cut, We'll stop it here. Cool.
1: Thanks, cool. dude. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, dude. Thank you for having me. and that was a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs>
0: And that's it. Uh that's episode number ten of Digging Holes with Dusty Tunnel. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh Miles, a very funny dude. Please check out Rift City Comedy if you're in San Diego, or even if you're not in San Diego, if you're visiting San Diego and it's a Wednesday, go check it out. Add Miles on Instagram. Um and look for Rift City Comedy on Facebook. Um like I said before the podcast started, uh, please reach out to me if you'd like to be on the podcast or if there are any topics that you would like to hear discussed on this podcast uh, by going to dustytunnel.com. Tunnel is spelled with two L's. Go to the contact link in the page and send me a message. Um, thanks again for listening. Uh, love you guys. Bye.